0: Online Crossroads fam, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Crossroads. It has been a long summer, and I don't know when you'll be listening to this, but today our church has done our pack to school. An idea my wife and I saw at a church over in Georgia, and we just kind of adopted it, or you could say it if you want to. But uh, today we gave backpacks, 111 backpacks away. Uh, to the 3rd, 4th, and 5th grade at Clanton Intermediate School, a school here that we have adopted. Uh, 111 backpacks, and it was done in 30 minutes. (laughs) It's wow. And then also our missions team is doing a clothing giveaway, and that's still going on, but it's been crazy today. It's been a long summer. But this episode of Crossroads is probably one of the most important episodes to me. Uh, There was a team of people 22 years ago that – um, called me to be the youth directors, what they called it at the time, here at West End Baptist Church. And 22 years later, uh, God is still blessing us and allowing me to be a part of this thing we call Crossroads. But in this episode, we've got one of the members of the team that called me to come to West End, uh, Miss Erlene Edwards, one of the greatest people I know, uh, just a rock for me. So uh this is her story, her thoughts of what Crossroads is, what it's been through the years, and what it is now. So sit back and listen to Miss Erlene's story. And as always, welcome to Crossroads. Um, but we, we had our three folks that were going to be our chaperones and, or our, our leaders in our small groups. Uh, to, to those three, I want to thank you again for hooking us up this summer. It was a tremendous summer. is um, a lot of it. And I, I will just go ahead and say you made the Beach Retreat wonderful. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I also want to thank Isaac, who has been that guy that just does anything I ask him to do. He comes in one night. I call him and say, hey, when are you getting off work? Can you come here and work with the praise team? I've got a meeting. And then uh, today I was like, hey, I don't think i got a camera person. Can you run it? He said, well, how do I do that? So I showed him, and he's doing it. He's running our media, too. So thank you, Isaac um but it's, it's been a good summer anyway 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 yeah we did that then we brought amy may ezekiel in uh, amy came and she spoke about what it was like to grow up in this thing we call crossroads and then now being an adult leader in crossroads what it's like to be one of the adults of this thing we call crossroads uh the next week we had brian and bethany smith who came here from another church who've been involved with youth ministry for years I uh, felt like God was calling them to West End Baptist Church, and then this is where they end up is working with our students. And a uh, tremendous night. And then, of course, last week we had Isaac Graham here. Probably one of the neatest things. I prayed for you all day Wednesday. And about 7.20 your time, <laughs> I get a message, hey, we're done. Like, that's cool, man. They love getting out early, so it works. He said, yeah, it went a little faster than I thought. But tonight, we've got an, uh, just a very, very special guest, uh, a dear friend of mine. Uh, someone that that I have looked up to for the past 22 years and it would be longer than that except I haven't known her that long um, so I want you we're gonna do something very special and this is for me this is for her but from me but you're gonna do it so I want you to stand up and clap as hard as you can and welcome Miss Erlene Edwards Of you might not even know who Miss Erlene is. Miss Erlene um, is, she was the very first Crossroads nurse. She was the very <laughs> first Crossroads nurse. Give me one second, there's something humming, and it's not me. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was off key. That was Erlene. <laughs> anyway, uh, she, she was uh, the first Crossroads nurse. She's been a little bit of everything an encourager, a disciplinarian for me. Uh, she kept me in check for years. And uh, what I wanted you guys to hear is the voice of someone that has watched this thing from the very beginning. So I will start off with the same question we ask everyone, what year did, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Where did you grow up and when did you come to West End Baptist Church?
1: I grew up in Fairfax, Virginia. Um, I graduated from high school in 1978. So I'm 59 years old, in case anybody needed to know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I moved to Alabama. go to college and um, ended up buying a house two streets over because I was commuting back and forth to UAB and working at Pizza Hut which I was I helped open Pizza Hut I know that's not a big thing to anybody but it's pretty big to me (laughs) Um, but subsequently I met my husband who um, we've been married for 39 years been together for 40 and that's why I'm in Alabama still Um, We married, uh, had children, and our children were Hunter and Ryan Edwards, in case anybody should know either of them. Um, They were three and four years old, and Buddy Baker and the pastor at the time came and visited us and um, asked why we weren't in church, that we had children. And we gave the typical answer um, because my husband and I both were Christians. Um, But our typical answer was, well, you know, we just got too much to do. And, you know, they're just people won't accept us and blah, blah, blah. So they left and Buddy Baker turned around. And I'm sorry, y'all. Amy knows I cried everything, so I'm sorry. But Buddy Baker turned around and he said, I just want y'all to realize those two boys deserve a better life, and they deserve to know the Lord. And it convicted Randall and I. And so the next Sunday, we came to West End. Our kids are now 36 and 37 years old, so I've been here since Noah came over on the ark. (laughs) (laughs) So here I am.
0: And here you are. Gosh, there's so many things that I'd love to just share with them, but they have no idea. So Uh, a couple of months ago, I asked you guys to pray for one of our former students, Hunter Edwards. That's her son, her big baby that had open heart surgery. Uh, And then Ryan, of course, Super Cow. Uh, Everybody used to get weird nicknames. So anyway, uh, you were part of the committee or the team that brought me to West End. So I want to ask... What were you thinking <laughs> to bring someone like me to a place like this? <laughs> Talk about that well, process.
1: Well, it was because we had lost our um we had lost our youth pastor and um we kind of were just floundering. My kids and Amy um were <laughs> just in elementary school and um we had we decided as a church that we would try to get a um, interim youth pastor for the summer to try to find a college student that would, you know, come in and help with our youth because we had a, you know, a we had a, a large group actually. Um, Leighton's mom, um, Michelle, um, was a youth at the time, and so we were just we were just trying to find a, a good match, and we ended up we um, called a young lady that. Um, was a student in Montevallo, and she came and um, worked with us as an interim youth pastor f- um, for the summer. And it, you know, it was a good thing. And she also kind of brought up the fifth and sixth graders and tried to, you know, so to try to incorporate a little bit more people. And from that, we decided we would form an f- official uh, committee and um, look for a, a youth pastor, not a music minister slash youth pastor which had uh, had been well that was the norm for everybody across across alabama or across chilton county you were a a music minister and a youth pastor so we decided um, we needed a full-time youth pastor well uh, a part-time but eventually came (laughs) (laughs) full-time um so it was um miss angie godwin mr john Clayclay, excuse me um mr ronnie carmichael jason moats and myself um and we just none of us had ever well i guess mr ronnie probably had but none of us had ever hired anybody before or even you know and heck at that time i was only 30 something years old so i didn't know anything i thought i did but i didn't um (laughs) um, so we just kind of started from scratch we um got together and and we Prayed a lot because we needed some direction of you know how to even start the process and what we needed to be looking for, um, and through the um, help, Brother Tony was here um, at that time, and Brother Eddie w- had just been called as our uh, music minister. So with their help and lots of prayer, we developed a, what we thought was a good job description, um, and then sent out resumes and we got Kenny's resume from Miss Merkel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that could be the worst English yeah. accent I've ever heard. That was really bad.
1: Um but um so you know we interviewed um I, we interviewed two other people besides Kenny and um I I'll just be honest from the very beginning my I, I, Kenny was the person I wanted um and I don't know why other than I knew he had a a tremendous heart. Needed to grow up a little bit, but he had a tremendous heart. (laughs) I still do. I still do. (laughs) Um, And, you know, through the process, we um, voted, made a unanimous decision between our group, and presented it to the church. And um, I know it was over 95% approval from the church when we called Kenny. And obviously we called him initially as just part-time, but the more that um, he poured into um, Crossroads, which it wasn't Crossroads to begin with, but the more he pr- poured into that, the more um, we, we as a church saw that there was a need for someone to be here all the time to minister to our, our kids, not just on Wednesday night and on Sundays. Um, because as y'all know even you know growing up you see there's a lot more than goes into preparing for whether it's you know a devotion or spending time together having activities doing um, beach retreats and stuff it, it, there it's not something you can just do you know a couple hours a um, a week so I don't know. I guess it's been 16 years, 17 years since you became full time.
0: Golly, I don't know. Yeah, probably so. Maybe
1: 18. Yeah, Amy, you, you remember? Uh, yeah.
0: I have no idea. Because I know
1: it was he was at least four or five years that you were part time, and then. And I was
0: so excited because I was like, "Man, I'm going to be full time. We're going to blow up, and we hit. We went from 60 to 35, <laughs> Yes. and stayed there for about two years. And every night, I threw my keys and say I quit. <laughs> and I would come to you and say I quit, and you go, "No, you don't."
1: Yeah. So, anyways, here we are.
0: So, w- when when I got here, was Hunter in the 8th grade and I'm Ryan sure. in the 7th? Is that right? I don't
1: think so. What grade were you in, Amy?
0: She was in the 8th grade. I know, grade. but you were, like, in 4th grade, weren't you? I was probably, 4th or 5th grade.
1: Yeah. I think, so, I don't know if Anna was part of that first grade. Uh, uh-uh. So, yeah. So, she was she wasn't 1st grade. She was... Right. Yeah, so I, I think that's what they were. Um, wow. When you first came, they were seventh and eighth grade.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, I think they were sixth and seventh grade. Sixth and
0: seventh. Um, and we, we did a lot of, of course, we've done thousands of trips in the 22 years I've been here. Uh, you were part of our very first trip. Talk about that first trip we did to Helen, Georgia.
1: The one we went to Georgia? Yes, And the van ma'am. broke down?
0: That's where the devil yeah, went. Yeah, because we didn't
1: get to travel like y'all do. We didn't get luxury.
0: No, we did not. We had
1: the old, terrible church vans that should have been, you know, antiquated back a hundred years ago. But-
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. They were extremely dangerous.
1: <laughs> but um,
0: but we didn't care about kids back then, so we yeah. just piled 30 in one van and go. So it was great. <laughs>
1: so I, we, and actually, kid, um Eddie and Miss Sharon went with us, too, and that was a real, real treat. Um, but
0: <laughs> Saved my life. I didn't know what I was – well, I still don't. But, I mean, even then it was bad. Um,
1: but we um, took off, and everything was good, and we got to Georgia, and all of a sudden an uh, alternator or water pump or something like that went out in the vans. And so we're sitting on the side of the road with probably 35 kids and adults probably so yeah. and just had to wait on somebody to come fix us thankfully there was a dairy delight or something like that down the road so everybody went got ice cream and um just had some crazy um times that mm-hmm. you know i mean the kids had a good time everybody stayed safe and um and
0: <laughs> <Say>, white water <laughs> yeah. rafting we only well. lost one kid that weekend <laughs> Yes, he fell off the last rapid and we ended up having to carry him out or Brother Eddie and the team of medics carried him out and took him to the hospital. Yeah, he's pretty much okay. He's all right. Yeah. He Just suck it up. Re- put we didn't put really some like tape on it, anyway. he'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was one of those guys we didn't care much <laughs> for anyway. <so.
1: laughs> well, I didn't get to go whitewater rafting. I had to stay in the cabin because there was another girl that was sick, so I missed the whitewater yes, rafting.
0: Part of being a nurse, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was, she was a cook for our trip. She was a nurse for our trip. Uh, she was the, the mom for our trip. She was the one that kept everybody in check. And, I, you know, I don't know if this is the reason, but when, when I first started here, uh, well, I guess on that trip was the first time we had, we had kind of put it all together. We had two students with juvenile diabetes. Yep. And that last night, I remember Kyle got sick sick. Yep. And he was projectile vomiting, vomiting. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And... Um, That's when I realized I was a youth guy and I had to take care of it. But he had already thrown the mattress outside, so it was good. (laughs) Um, One of the things that that Miss Earlene would probably not tell you about, but she's going to now, uh, her sons were part of the very first praise and worship team we ever had. And that desk that sits over there was in our old youth room. Ryan uh, would play a guitar. A guy named Chad Lawrence would play a guitar. Hunter would sit on the desk and beat it like a drum. Uh, Hunter was also in charge of changing the transparency so you can see the words on the wall. And Hunter's like me, he's he's challenged at times and there's a lot of times we were reading backwards. It was a lot of fun. It was worship anyway. And then Abby Whittem, Yep. she would sing and Brandon Burnett would sing. Yes sir. And so you just sat through a crossroads session now how's the how's the music changed over the years? It's
1: changed a lot. Yeah, it's for the better. Um, i I remember the first time they kind of all got together and Kenny helped them um, you know get um, a little more confident in their playing and stuff. And so we asked um, the church, could they put on a concert, you know, and bring the Electric guitar and the bass, which was
0: unheard of, and you didn't do stuff like that. Yes, in
1: in the sanctuary, Um, through a little persuasion, (laughs) they, um, the church allowed us to, um, or allowed them to do that. They set up um, one Sunday night and um, had about forty minutes, and they just played. They had written a couple songs um, that they did, and you know, played some. Uh, 1990s praise and worship and <laughs> it's
0: a big big
1: house <laughs> yes
0: lots and lots of um yeah, but yeah. It, it, it
1: I I'm I only heard one person kind of really have a negative comment about it but most the the adults were um very pleased and you know I think they were expecting you know some hip-hop or some you know and I don't even know hip-hop was then was popular back then but i don't know what they were expecting i don't think
0: they called it hip hop it was just (laughs) rap music yeah rap music
1: um but uh, but the adults and after that the adults were very um encouraging um to my boys as well as chad and brandon and abby and you know anytime they had the opportunity they would um allow them to play or sing some so it was um pretty neat things i um the Congos, bong, Bongos, nobody uses them anymore. I keep telling Kenny I'm going to take them home, but I just can't stand to let them leave the church. It just seems like they need to be here. I don't
0: know. Yeah, they hold so for us. Thank <laughs> that's you. That's right. Yeah. Every once in a while, somebody will come out and thump them. I mean, it's usually a kid that just walks in here not knowing what room they were in. Yeah. yeah it's okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but anyways, they played, you know. Back then, we used to have um, youth rallies once a month with the association, and so they played a couple associational youth rallies, played a couple churches, Valentine's banquets, and stuff like that, and, you know, it was was fun for them, and it was fun for me as, you know, just a weird mom that just hung around, so... (laughs) Now
0: didn't didn't they play with Kevin Derryberry?
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, uh,
0: Y'all probably don't even know who that is, but he was a worship leader at the yeah, time.
1: Yeah, so. um, Jimison first. It was yeah. for one of the youth rallies, and they opened up for Kevin Derryberry. Cool.
0: <laughs> so your kids grew up in in Crossroads. They they were part of it when it became Crossroads. The night we were kicking it off was when I was in the car wreck, and yes. and they had been mad at me because. They lived just a block or so over, and they would come up while Brother Eddie and I were working in the youth room, and they would throw rocks at the window until we'd open it up and tell them to go away, because we wouldn't let anyone in at that time. Uh, with them growing up, what, what would you say was probably the most impactful thing that we did with the youth while they were students?
1: Um, probably disciple now. Yeah. Um, was very, very good for, the, for my boys. I will tell you they you know, they're not perfect. They make poor choices, made bad mistakes, but um they do um love the Lord and I wish they would do differently, but that's you know, they're now grown men, they have their choices of how what they choose to do. But Disciple Now was always a good um learning experience for them, um, a good growing experience. Actually one of the um counselors that um was um, the guy's counselors the i think they were freshmen and sophomore at that time um from time to time he still you know contacts hunter the guy from um georgia you know Mm -hmm. just said hey man how you doing you know everything going well and stuff like that so that disciple now is always a good experience um the The beach retreat and I hate I missed the last one that I could have gone on because uh, the bucket heads came to play there. Miss Angie yes, and Miss Inga and heads. Miss Kathy and all that needs
0: to be blown at poster size.
1: <laughs> um, uh, and so the beach retreat was always um, a good experience. Also, yeah. And now, and I will say, ninety percent of the time Wednesday night services were always always good. Um, it was a good time.
0: 90% of the time? Yeah. Sorry. Miss Arlene. It's <laughs> higher than I expected you to say, really. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, it was always a, a, a good time um, for worship and and, um, and learning. Because um, it's, it's so important. And I know you don't really think about it, because I didn't think about it either. But it's so important that you you have to develop and have to stay in, in, in God's word because if you don't, you it's easy to, you know, be swayed by ebbs and flows in society and stuff like that. So it's, it is so important for Wednesday night services because that kind of gives you a grounding point.
0: Uh, for those of you that don't know who her husband is, her husband is Mr. Randall. He owns the guitar shop in town. And the boys always tell me that he wasn't fond of me when I was hired. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Mm-hmm.
1: That's true. He thought, I, he thought
0: I was gay, didn't he? <laughs> no.
1: Well, I mean, have you ever seen how you and Eddie act? So you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now we live by each other. So.
1: Hey, Eddie. Um, yeah, he 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 was um. He wasn't necessarily a Kenny fan. He wasn't an enemy, but he wasn't a fan. Mr. But
0: Randall's a roofer. And I mean, he, he was hardcore man's man. And then here I come. Yeah, so. But <laughs> I, I, I used to work for a living. Yes, you yeah, did. I used to cut grass. Yes. So.
1: But that first day we kicked off Crossroads, Kenny had an accident in front of Eli's grandparents' house. and. They're actually the ones that called me, Miss, Miss Janice, or Aunt Janice, um, called and said, Kenny's in an accident, and he's right in front of our house, and I don't think he's going to make it to church. So,
0: and I did not.
1: And he did we not. We ended up in the hospital. Yes, and so we all went to the hospital and postponed Crossroads for a whole another week.
0: And that was when Brother Tony would get up for a couple of months saying it's coming, and it would just drive everyone crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So through the years, you've seen this thing called crossroads change. What would you say is the biggest difference today as opposed to when it started, other than the fact that I'm really old now? I don't know because I don't want
1: it
0: to sound negative. I I don't (laughs) want it to be negative either.
1: Um, Well, and see, I don't see y'all. Other than, you know, occasionally see you up in the sanctuary or something like that. But I don't really see you collectively. So I, I'm kind of saying this with not really seeing that collective nature. Um, I, I, I do think that group, and of course it was a smaller group, but they were just closer. I mean, it was nothing for them all to come over to the house, you know, and hang out you know in the yard or you know play or something and I, I know that sounds stupid when you're teenagers but you do play um but I, that's to me that's the only difference but again I I don't see mm-hmm. them as a collective body outside of just on Sundays so I, that's probably not a maybe a good judgment okay sorry
0: no that's fine <laughs> that's fine um and, and what you're hearing is the how from the very beginning, this has been like a family. One of the things that you hear from our students when they graduate is how we're like a family. And you see this is a summer Wednesday night uh, during the school year. Of course, there's even more folks in here. Right. Um, but that's, that's one of the reasons that I always encourage you guys try to sit together on Sunday mornings because your church needs to see you because they don't see this on Wednesday nights. And they fork out a lot of money for you guys. Right, Miss Earlene. Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: And the other thing is the uh, the room and the ambiance of the room.
0: Mm, I had no idea we were ambionic. Yes, <laughs> is that is not a word. Um, we should make that a word. Yeah. Write that down, Isaac.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Call <laughs> Noah. Put that in there. Um, I mean, Amy can tell tell y'all that first room over. It it was, but it was precious. I loved it.
0: That's it. This, that that oh, square this green, carpet. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's that's Dr. Right. Pepper
0: stains, and uh, there's no telling what's on that carpet. Yeah. So. Is
1: that like the circle with the Grand Ole Aubrey? That
0: is. That <laughs> is. It's just like it, but completely different. But but
1: that was a big, to me, that's a big a big difference because, I mean, we didn't have a that we didn't have a lot of m- money to make things pretty and make things, you know, more welcoming. I mean, we just took what we had, and it was just precious. It was just precious. It's precious. <laughs>
0: it's precious. Yes. Well.
1: And I did apologize to Kenny because I know I broke the first rule when I walked in. I said, oh, my gosh, I don't have my Bible. So I, I apologize to you all, too, because I just came from straight from work. and.
0: So, so. speaking of work, what do you do?
1: I am. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm a licensed practical nurse, but I'm the clinical manager for Pulmonary Medicine Associates in Alabaster. So.
0: She can hook you up with CPAPs. Yes. Yeah.
1: CPAPs, BIPAPs, lung surgery. <laughs>
0: so, uh, Miss Erlene has been one of those people that I've confided in for years. I've cried to, I've whined to, and uh, I, I meant to find it today and I just ran out of time. I've got an index card that she wrote me uh, probably a couple of months after I got here. I came into my office, which was that room uh, where my office is now. This whole area was completely different then, but that was uh, my office in. And there was an index card sitting on my desk and it had a Bible verse and it said, where, God's, where there's no planning, God's people perish. And so I went to her, and i just very upset because I didn't know what else I could do because I was cutting grass 60 hours a week and still trying to do youth work. And I said, Miss Arlene, I'm working all the time. What am I supposed to do? And she says, do more. You plan for these babies. She didn't say babies. She said, you plan for those kids. And so she's one of the the reasons that um, that we do what we do. She's one of the reasons that we plan at least a year in advance for all of the, the trips that we do. She's the reason that we start working on Um, this school's next week when y'all head back to school we've been working on that for about eight months to get ready for the new theme that's coming in next next week Uh, she's been the backbone of the youth ministry for years and there's no way I could thank you I don't know why you guys called me I wasn't the first choice wasn't the second choice it sounds like but here we are you were my
1: choice
0: (laughs) that's all that matters that's right that's all that matters (laughs) And 22 years later here we are yes sir. yeah so what's some word of words of advice that you would give to the students of crossroads
1: just be real don't don't try to pretend you're something that you're not you know um, there are good days there are bad days and you know, you can't always be up on that mountaintop um, and be the perfect person. Um, but, but God offers forgiveness for those times that we're not perfect.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's a crybaby. I am. <laughs> and that's fine. We cry in this room a lot. Or I do. They don't. <laughs> I do. What, what would you say has been your favorite Crossroads memory?
1: Finding out y'all were pregnant with Barrett. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but.
0: Do you remember how that was announced to the church?
1: Well, I don't remember because I think I knew, so it, I don't yeah.
0: know. Yeah, what, what we, we you were one of the first ones <laughs> to know. <laughs> I mean, after our family. But. Yeah,
1: so I don't, I don't remember. It was a we Wednesday
0: did. night, and we had not told Crossroads yet. I think. Yeah, we were in this room by then. It didn't look like this, of course. No. But Brother Tony had asked Jessica and myself to come over to the worship center for the starting of the preaching, uh, prayer service or whatever. And Brother Tony used to come through here every week. Every week he would walk through and he would come up and aggravate the students and he, he knew everything about all your families. And then he would leave and get us stirred up and then we'd go into Bible study. And he had asked Jessica and myself to come over there that night. And I figured something was up, but we just came in and sat down and everybody was looking at us like, well, why are they here? What's going on? And uh, all of a sudden he stood up. And he said, oh, by the way, Kenny, I got you an application for the daycare. You're going to need somewhere to put that child. <laughs> and the church, of course, was like, oh, <laughs> <gasps> <gasps> so, yeah. And uh, I still have pictures of you holding buried at our first house. And I have pictures of your truck that got demolished because a lady was reaching for a cheeseburger and yes. ran through your truck and our mailbox.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and I guess my second best memory, besides some of the trips, but um, was our um, 2000, that, that was that was a good good time. Wow. Because and that was the other thing, and I know that sounds kind of nerdy, but when we had. Crossroads activities. I mean, uh, all of us parents came, and kids had their stuff. Kenny took care of them, and then we, you know, we had our time. And I, as my children have grown up and grown older, I miss that time with other with other parents because you know we all go our separate ways. But that was that was probably a sweet time for for me and i know for some of the other parents because we we connected with each other we cried with each other we prayed with each other we you know had to get on to other people's kids with each other and um and I, and and i that may happen again because i don't collectively see that but i i just i do miss that part because mm-hmm. we just had such a a good group of of mamas and daddies that um, were very supportive of um, crossroads and so anyway
0: Sorry. anyway well I want to thank you for being here tonight thank you. um you you never will understand what you mean to me same here I'm going to stop talking because I'm going to cry. And I don't do that because <laughs> real men don't, actually, they do. Um, but Miss Arlene, she's, she's been a champion for this thing we call Crossroads. And what we wanted you to see through this time is that um, this thing has affected a lot of people. It it has infected a lot of people with God. And one of the things that, that she stressed to me is the importance of being real. She would tell me that and i hope i've grown up some yes you i've grown have. out a lot <laughs> um, but um just i uh, just know that uh this is you this is this is you you're you're part of what the building blocks and the foundations of this thing we call crossroads and it is it's more than just a west end thing it's a community thing yes, it and is. uh and I just thank you for all that you've done for me thank you yeah y'all please give miss earlene edwards a hand